The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Bill Show. Today is Saturday, March 5th, 2022. Oh, yes, this show. For entertainment and educational purposes only, please use at your own risk. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, especially callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. 
If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed, if required, person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name broadcasting live from the freezing part of the Rocky Mountains. Where it's a balmy, what is it? Well, 33, that's not so bad. But it's been in the 70s or thereabouts, and it was just absolutely gorgeous last week. But uh, not so much anymore. All right, so what is shaken? Are you all confused as much as me? Oh, here, so speaking of that, I'm really going to add to that. I am no longer on pod being for many reasons, mostly out of frustration. And then secondly, I have to consolidate the show. Uh, and I'm going to explain all of that. This whole show from now until when I'm done, which I have no idea. When that's going to be in a matter of time, but it's all connected. I strongly recommend that you get a piece of paper and a pen that will be self-evident here shortly. From this point forward, unless, of course, I change my mind, which I have that prerogative, I will be broadcasting on Freedom Revolution Network, comrade, and into Russia Falls. Or Ukraine, depending on which one falls first, but we shall see. Freedom Revolution Network and... Spreaker. I encourage everybody to listen to this show on Spreaker. Bonnie's done it, and the only person that's done it and participated in the chat room, and she gave me nothing but positive feedback. So it's going to be time before people get acclimated to it. I mean, hell. I, I might end up on just Spreaker. I don't know. But I need to explain myself, Lucy, just for a minute. I have been doing this since 2008. I have seen all kinds of changes. Deplatforming people that had all of their trust I mean, hell, I can't even connect this show to my Facebook page without verifying my identity. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not trying to trade Bitcoin here. It's a stupid social network platform. How about my Mark Zuckerberg or whatever the fuck his name is and everybody else that's involved in Facebook? Why don't you prove your identity to me? I'm getting sick and tired. I'm getting kind of ran already. I'm getting sick and tired of getting treated like a third class citizen or country for that matter. It's like, 
Oh, we need to see your papers because you might do something again. You might not do something. All of this violates all of your protected rights through the Constitution. But ah, who needs that? We don't. We just go around that just by uh, saying that uh, you're now on a private entity or a private corporation. So they, uh, you don't need any rights anymore. I didn't see an exemption or condition in the Constitution that your rights shall not be infringed unless you're on fucking Facebook or work for a company or any other horseshit. Your rights, my rights, are my rights. They shall not be infringed upon. I have to talk to Scarlett, which I talked to her earlier today, about getting that woman that's a constitutional expert and lawyer on this crap. Because I'm, I'm tired of, well, except if. No, there is no except. Emergency powers or this or that or whatever. I mean, really not even martial law. It, it's like saying, well, you're a human except for these situations. What? Or you only can have a left arm if uh, this is happening. Fuck off. I am so sick and tired of our rights getting trampled on. I, I, I'm just tired of it. And I have been listening to, now I, I haven't listened to X-22 yet. It came up again today. I think Adam Curry brought it up, which I'm going to segue into that. In case you don't know who he is, I'll tell you in a minute. But I have been, I don't know, directed, drawn to whatever you want to call it, to Glenn Beck. Definitely resonating with this guy more than ever. Before when I was seeing him in his blackboard and chalkboard and all that other crap, and all the caliphates, this and that, whatever, and everything else, and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, you're crazy, man. I mean, it was enough for me to go, oh, you know, okay, maybe. You know, it was all scenarios and hypothesis of what he was saying. But I'll be damned if he was mostly correct. His his time frame and who who can say, oh well this is gonna happen, although it really sounds like a bunch of horseshit. It's crazy. Um this is gonna happen on this day at this time, so get ready. Well he and he even says my timing is never accurate and how can it be? There's too many variables. But I am not kidding. I mean, Glenn Beck is like, if you want, no offense to anybody, if you want the calm, cool, collected, matter of fact, be fair and reasonable, and also to the point of just being non-emotionally connected and reacting to what's going on, like some other shows, that I'm not going to name because I like them too. It's nothing against them. It's just a different style in getting your message across. But I'm going to tell you something. Glenn Beck is just on fire, fire. Unbelievable. I, I actually look forward when I get a notification from Spotify that, oh, there's a new episode from Glenn Beck. It's like, Cool. Well, that happened today when I'm sitting around because it's cold out. I can't ride my motorcycle. I can't go anywhere. For the first time in my life, I do not have a vehicle. 
as far as a car or automobile, and I'm not getting one because I think it would be very stupid to do so. And I'm trying to see if there's an alert that came up on Spreaker for this show. Oh, well. Maybe somebody can tell me. Maybe they can't. It's definitely on there, though. I think there's a live. You know what? I have to look at this. I'm sorry. Because now since I got all my eggs in one basket with this and then Freedom Revolution Network, you know, it's just like, um, let's see. We got to check this. I'm sure it's going to say that we're live. So just forgive me for a second. Yeah, so it says we're live. And I'm going to take this and shove it all up in your ass. um, Shove it on Facebook. I also opened up a Twitter account. Uh original pill with the number one original pill one so i'm regretfully getting back on some social media but here here's the thing so i listened to glenn beck today and he had adam curry on and i don't know if you know who he is the name should ring a bell he is deemed the pod father of podcasting He's the one that invented podcasting with the help of Steve Jobs and the original version of the iPod and iTunes until Apple fucked all that up. And I mean that. I just wish they would have left that alone. And this is all going to tie together because you have it physical in your hand. I have an iPod classic over there that the battery needs to be changed. I really want to go back to it, but I'm afraid I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on it. And then it's not even going to sync up with iTunes, but that that's a whole different thing. Just remember physical in hand is way different than not. Okay. I got to get that point across though. All ties together from, like I said, title of the show's podcast, Bitcoin and Putin. Hopefully this makes all the sense in the world to you. Or it might not, which, Tim, what the fuck are you talking about? Is like, well, then go listen to it 15 times. I'm probably sounding like one back to you that he did to me when he's scratching on a stupid-ass chalkboard. Trust me, it will make sense if you think about it. That's my job, to make you think out of the box and see things coming. But to tell you when that's happening is impossible i'll just say this soon okay soon mm, so i'm listening to glenn Beck, and adam curry comes around he was also a vj on mtv when it first aired i am old enough to remember that and um i always get him confused with uh alan hunter though but uh, Adam Curry, and there was like four, Mark Goodman, J.J. Uh, Jackson, Nina Blackwood, Martha, not Martha Stewart, Martha something. Anyway, that's about it. I was just fascinated, and I could not stop watching MTV. When they played videos, hello, regardless. So Adam Curry comes on, 
and I'm listening to him and I'm listening and he's working on like the next phase or generation of podcast podcasting. And I think he's calling it podcasting 2.0. I don't know. I encourage you to listen to the episode, which is the latest episode from Glenn Beck. And he, he said some amazing things and I made some connections by listening to this. And then hopefully that's what you get out of this because just what he says, or I say, or Glenn Beck or Alex Jones or Max Kaiser, which we can't even watch anymore because, um, Roku took off Russian television. I can't even watch the Kaiser report anymore. I'm kind of pissed. It seems like every time I get into something, somehow, some way, it just disappears. Which leads into this, too. So, I have heard and seen people that have put all of their eggs in one basket and thought their YouTube channel, it was just wonderful, it was great monetization, everybody was making money, YouTube's making money, podcasters are making money, YouTube channel's making money, person's making money, all of a sudden, bam, you're deplatformed for bullshit. Well, it's a violation of my First Amendment. Oh, oh no, you don't meet our community standards. Therefore, the Constitution, you can just go wipe your ass with it and it doesn't apply. Excuse me. Yes, it does. I didn't see that clause or amendment in the Constitution. Did you? Hmm. So here's my dilemma. Although Spreaker is monetized... Depending on who you piss off, you might just find yourself broke, busted, no income. So you work hard, you create all this platform, you create a network, you do whatever you got to do, and you piss somebody off, and guess what? You don't eat. That's fucked up, man. So I've been thinking, what's the only way around this? Okay. What's the only way around this? Let's ask that question and let's go to the chat room because I don't have it open. I mean, I have it open. Hello. Hello, Bonnie. You're not on Spreaker. Shame on you. Okay. Total Vagabonds. Uh, TLO's in here. Uh, Kevin's in here. Okay. Kazmiro. What's up? Welcome. All right, so answer me this. Riddle me this, Batman. In order for a person to get paid doing some stupid shit like this, what's the only way you can guarantee to get paid and nobody can fuck with you? Hmm? Hello, are we paying attention? Oh, you just watched the Glenn and Adam Curry? What did you think of it, Bonnie? I thought it was absolutely fascinating. I, I was like, 
oh my God, this guy is so, Adam Curry is so on target, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the only way, so you know the answer to this because you listen to the podcast, so that's awesome. The only way a person's going to get paid, period, just period, regardless of doing this, nope, not sponsorship. They can yank that from you too. The only way, yeah, no, I listened to that, Bonnie, and I was just floored because I'm like, eh, you know, Adam Curry, whatever. You know, um, used to be VGA on MTV. He had something to do with podcasting. I really don't want to hear this shit. Oh, my God. I, I'm tempted to listen to it again again. Because I'm sure there's things that I missed. But I did pick up on some things. And then maybe you can elaborate too, Bonnie, on things since you heard it. Because I just thought it was amazing. Probably one of the best podcasts by anybody I've ever heard. I mean, just, just off the charts. Because it made me realize some things. The only way that you're going to get paid to do this without having it being weaponized is... Bitcoin. That's it. Bitcoin. There's going to have to be a something somewhere. Donate to the show. That was a whole discussion too. Do I charge per episode? You know, five bucks, 50 bucks, hundred bucks, this and that, whatever, or flat rated for 30 bucks a month or this or that or whatever. And that would be in dollars. And then let's just say it's PayPal that, is the um, processor for payments and um, somehow some way PayPal gets pissed at me and then guess what? I don't get paid. Ain't gonna happen. So listening to this Adam Curry podcast with Glenn Beck or Glenn Beck with Adam Curry, sorry. He's come up with some podcasting two thing and this and that. And I got to figure it out. I was talking to Scarlett about it because let's say you're listening to this show right now. Well, obviously you are. I mean, let's just say you are and you are getting charged by, I think he said the minute, didn't he, Bonnie? I don't think it was a second. I think it was a minute. So whatever rate that it's, set at whether you decide or I decide or the network decides you're going to be charged by the minute in Bitcoin to listen to the show, which is very interesting because besides the demographics and reports of geography, which still don't even matter to me, all that stuff's irrelevant because if you don't like what you're listening to, you know, you know what? This fucking show sucks. Click and you're gone. But if you're engaged and you're listening to it and you're a fan and you're hooked, then you get charged by the minute for Bitcoin. And I don't, you know, it wouldn't be anything. I mean, fuck, I, I, you know, I don't even, what would be fair? See, that's the whole thing. And what would market accept? That's what you have to figure out. I mean, I don't think I would pay more. Let's see, two-hour show, mm, I don't, I mean, see, this is where it goes into, 
I would have to get more out of it than I'm putting into it, like an investment. But um, I don't know, five bucks an hour. I mean, I don't think that's fucking ridiculous, but maybe it is. I don't know. Or you just pick what it is, but but you wouldn't pay by the hour. You'd pay by the minute. So whatever that would equate to, but it, it, that's just a number. But I, I wouldn't mind giving somebody five, ten bucks for a good podcast show. But you know that seems ridiculous, especially if you can listen to it every day. I don't know what it would be. I mean, maybe a buck. I mean, it's like probably gonna be like Spotify. These poor people don't make any money. You got to stream uh, your song a million times and make two dollars. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. But um, it would have to be fair. It would have to be um, affordable and definitely worth the time. So whatever that would be, I don't know. Yeah, suggest a minimal amount and people can add more if they want. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you really, I I mean, um, Adam, Adam Curry was saying just let the customer set it. And they were getting anywhere from five bucks a podcast to 50 to sometimes 500. So I think that would be a really good pricing model. It's like you set the price. Because some episodes are going to suck. Some of them are going to knock your socks off. So I, I think that is fair. It's like, holy shit, man. I learned so much. Here, you're worth 100 bucks. You know, or this episode sucks. Balls. Here's a dollar, you know, some, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work, but that was my ultimate goal for me to, or anybody for that matter, to get paid to do this. Cause I think it's coming. Podcasting is an amazing platform and I'm going to get into that a little bit. Because it's very similar to Bitcoin. So now here's where this is going to go kind of down the educational road. I keep having people, oh yeah, we're going to bypass the banks. Fuck the banks. Fuck the banks. (laughs) And that's why they don't like Bitcoin. And Glenn Beck asked, Adam Curry, can they stop Bitcoin? And his answer without hesitation was no, they cannot. They cannot stop Bitcoin. So you all, the only way they can stop Bitcoin is if they shut the internet down. But then even then you can still do it through your cell phone. There's too much fear and unknown ignorance in Bitcoin. I'm going to talk about Bitcoin, not cryptocurrency or altcoins or nfts or that's a whole different realm i'm it's not really a different realm but i don't want to talk about it i want to talk about bitcoin becoming the world's currency because that's what i see not the reserve currency not this not that the default currency that's what i see And the reason why I see that is because, here we go. People have been asking me 
about it because they don't understand it. Well, I'm afraid to do, I talked to somebody today about it. I'm afraid to do it because of blah, blankety, blankety, blank. I don't get it. So I'm going to explain it to, to you in simplest terms. So I accomplish my mission or job to explain it to you where you understand it. So, you know, you know how podcasting and I'm just going to use the original version of it when it was out on iPods and you picked your favorite podcast and there's a directory on iTunes because that's where it all started. iTunes. And I'm not even getting going to get into RSS feeds, which is basically the address of the server where their podcast is. But I'm not going to get that. I don't want to get technical. That's not what it's about. It's about explaining it in simplest terms. So you would open up iTunes, you'd plug in your iPod, and you would download, you know, you would sync your music to your iPod from iTunes, okay? And um, go from there. Distract You guys are distracting me in this fucking chat room, so I'm going to get out of it. Or I'm just going to put something else up. Okay. Oh, there's Bonnie. Bonnie, then Bonnie can distract me. Good. This would be better, Bonnie, because you're the only one that I know of that watched or listen to the interview. So I'm going to try to explain how podcasting is very similar to Bitcoin. Is an analogy. Okay. So you don't want to listen to mainstream media anymore. You're sick and tired of CNN. You're sick and tired of this. You're sick and tired of that. And you want to listen to a podcast. Well, I want to see what this guy has to say. So then you listen to their podcast and so on and so on. It's an alternative or a parallel medium. I think Adam Curry basically said that it's a parallel medium or platform or way to run along the side of what is now reality, which I'm going to say is the blue pill. It's all the shit ties together. The blue pill world in the matrix but you want to get off of that road in that universe to a parallel one because you, you have to run parallel. You just can't abandon it. You can't fight it. You can't win against it. You will not win that war. It's like, okay, so I choose not to participate. So fuck mainstream media, CNN, Fox News, all of them. Okay, whatever. I'm getting off this fucking road that's going off a cliff. And I'm going to get onto a parallel road or platform, which is podcasting. So I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to listen to that and everything else. And you got your little MP3 player and it's so cute and it's awesome and it's wonderful. It's amazing. I don't know how we live without it in iTunes and the whole nine yards. Okay. So podcasting is getting off the current mainstream status quo, live your life, blue pill, wake up, you know, blah, 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 blah. Rinse, wash, repeat life and just trust your government. Everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't pay attention to nothing. We got your best interest at heart. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or you like, you know what? Uh, after the 2008 meltdown, I don't like this ride. I'm getting off, but you can't get off. You can't get off. And if you try to get off or you try to fight, they make it difficult on you. 
like mainstream media in the banks. Well, here comes podcasting out of nowhere, and here comes Bitcoin. So, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm sick and tired of your narratives and your political weaponized agenda, horseshit and lies and everything else. And every news story or every situation is used as political weapons. I don't want to hear this shit anymore. I want to listen to somebody else that may or may not have a different ideology than mine, but they're not trying to shove this up my ass and tell me what to think and disrespect the president of the United States, regardless of who they are. And it's all their fault. And they're just uh, the devil himself. I don't want to hear this shit no more. I want to listen to somebody else's opinion so I can come up with my own opinion. Okay. And that's where podcasting took us to. All right. In the beginning and to now. Now let's get back on the mainstream highway or freeway or, you know, the original, the blue pill world on that expressway or highway universe. Now we got the banks in the banks are ruthless and the meltdown and all the rich people got bailed out and all us peasants had to pay for it. And that's just the way it is. They're too big to jail and too big to fail and this and that. It's all your fault and get us in trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into debt. And if you don't like it, well, tough shit. Your credit gets ruined. You can't pay your bills. You lose your job. Your house dropped in half. Your retirement dropped in half. Does this? Does any of this sound familiar? This is 2008. Does any of this sound familiar now? Because it should, except it's getting worse. Now it's getting into the, your 401k, possibly. If your 401k is invested in any type of Russian assets or investment companies, you just lost a shitload of fucking money. But what do you do? You're told just to take the ride, hang on, don't worry about it. What else can you do? Shut up. We know what we're doing. We're the smartest people on the planet. (laughs) Okay. So here comes Bitcoin, which was conceived and, and created or evolved is probably a better word from the 2008 meltdown. So we're told. So now you have a chance to get off that blue pill road to nowhere. Just shut up and do what we tell you. And you're like, you know what? I'm taking this exit. Fuck you. I'm getting on the Bitcoin freeway. The alternate freeway, the parallel freeway. You can't totally break free from the blue pill freeway world, but you can get off and get on the alternate one. I.e. again, the mainstream media. Fuck this. Someone listen to podcasts. Uh, you got to do this. You got to stay in the dollar. You got to use the banks and everything else. No, I don't. I can get off the Bitcoin exit. See, see how that works. So now you're in podcast heaven, whether you do one, you listen to them like, this is great, man. I don't have to listen to all this shit and get it shoved up my ass and tell me how to think and everything else. I can listen to these people and all of they are opinionated 
it kind of makes sense because I've never heard this stuff before. I like it. Okay. So here comes Bitcoin. What the hell's that? Well, Bitcoin is essentially a digital currency that is not controlled by any bank, any institution, the government, anything. It is totally free market by supply and demand, and you can use it any way you want to. Period. Now, just like podcasts that used to be on your iPod player, because you have it in physical hand, Bitcoin is really, here, think of Bitcoin on your MP3 player, like your songs or podcasts, okay? So that's Bitcoin. Bitcoin is your digitally formatted entity in digital form. So does it exist? Yeah, it exists. But is it physical? Not really. It's on a gizmo. Your MP3s and podcasts, which are MP3s, are on your gizmo. Okay? So there's something there, but there's not something there. (laughs) But there is something there. Same thing with Bitcoin. I think this is where it gets confusing. Well, I don't even know what the hell it is. It's not even there, but it's there. You know, what? What? It's there, trust me. But now with streaming in the cloud and all this other horse shit, remember, you're probably hearing things like by 2030 by Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset, you're not going to own anything. You're not going to own a fucking thing. Why do you think they came up with the cloud? Why do you think DVDs and CDs and all that are gone? Well, there's probably quite a few reasons for that. Copying issues, this and that, and everything else. But you don't have it in physical possession. They don't want you to have anything, including a fucking movie, let alone a song. It's all on the cloud. Your company, listen to me. If you get anything out of this podcast, if you have your company file, investments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on a cloud, go get your fucking head examined. Because you know what? In the blink of an eye, just like with Putin and sanctions, it's going to go poof. What happened? All your investments, everything else, I'm not giving investment advice. This is just facts and educational are nothing but paper. They used to be a piece of paper that says you have this. Now that's not even that. It's just a digital. Entity, I guess it's the best way to put it. That says you have this in your 401k. Okay. And it's not even in your possession. It's not even on your computer that says that. It's somewhere in fucking China or maybe Russia or the next country we potentially go to war with. Then what are you going to do? 
My dog ate my MP3 player. <laughs> oh my God. It's fucking hilarious. I love MP3 players. Oh my God. I wish. I was told that that's all coming back by my Illuminati uh, acquaintance at the time. I don't know if that's true or not. It remains to be seen. I hope so. But Bitcoin in its digital form is like an MP3 podcast or song. Okay. So do we, do we get that? Do we get that? There's no difference. Okay. Oh yeah, there is because one's MP3 form and the other. I'm not getting into technicalities. I am trying to explain this to you so you understand it without talking down to you. And I'm not giving you investment advice. Trying to explain a technology to you. Because when podcast came out, it's like, what the fuck is this? This is so cool. How did you take a song and put it into digital format? It's amazing. That's so cool. So after listening to Adam Curry and Glenn Beck, I'm like, you know what? Podcasting slash MP3s are no different than Bitcoin. It's the same shit. So your Bitcoin, we have to fast forward now. With streaming and this and that, well, you don't need an MP3 player anymore because we just don't want you to have that. So it's all on the cloud or Amazon Music or Spotify or this or that. So you're not going to have it in your physical possession. You're just going to get be able to get to it when you want to for a price. See, like this podcast, you can download this and you have it. You have it in your possession. I'm not going to go try to take it back from you. I'm not going to try to do this. I'm not going to try to do that. This is formatted into MP3 and you can take it and do whatever the fuck you want with it. But I would love for you to keep it or share it. I don't really care. I'm not one of those people. It's like, oh, well, geez, you shared my show and I could have got point zero 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 one Bitcoin. Fuck you. You're ripping me off. No, 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 no. That's not what it's about. So fast forward to today with MP3s, which really don't even exist anymore, but they do. The music's in the format, I'm sure, still, or MP MP3 4 or MP4, whatever format it is now. So you can stream it. That I don't know. I'll admit when I don't know. I don't really care. It's not the point. The point is, is that you don't have it in MP3 format in your podcast on your MP3 player. You got nothing to show for it. It's not there. But it's there when you go on to Spotify and stream it or Amazon Music or iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the fuck it is. So you can still get to it, Okay. So they took something in physical form in your possession and they took it away from you. The same thing with the cloud in your company in your financial stuff and everything else. It's not in your possession. Very concerning. Wouldn't you think? So now here comes Bitcoin. Bitcoin is like an mp3 okay like a podcast like a song 
Now, just like in the beginning, you needed iTunes to interface with your iPod to get MP3s. In order for you to purchase and sell Bitcoin, you need to be on an exchange. Okay. So the exchange is like Coinbase, uh, Crypto.com, uh, eToro, yada, 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 yada. Okay. In comparison to the analogy I'm using, the exchanges are like iTunes. Okay. You can't do shit without iTunes. All right. You can't do shit with Bitcoin without an exchange. It's a medium in between. Okay. But that medium is not in your possession. So when you buy Bitcoin and you buy it on Coinbase and you open up an account and they crawl up your ass with a microscope and know you're a customer and all this crap, when you buy it, it's sitting on the exchange, okay? I.e. Spotify, Amazon, whatever. It's not in your possession, Not a good idea. It's sitting on the cloud. Oh, yeah, but it's fully encrypted in this and that. Really? Then why do I keep hearing stories where people keep losing their fucking Bitcoin? Or it's attacked by a hacker or whatever, and then everybody's wallets disappear. And you're not getting it back. That's because it's sitting on the exchange. I.e. Amazon Music, blah, 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 blah. Just like your, your MP3s. It's sitting somewhere else. Bad idea. Bad, 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 bad. No, 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 no. So what you want to do, okay, back in the day, well, I had iTunes. I had my iPod, you know, and then when I had it on my iPod, I had it. There was nothing that's going to happen to it. It's there, okay? Now, compared to Bitcoin, you need an MP3 player slash storage device, Okay? That is a hard wallet. It's like a Trezor, a BC Vault, uh, and on and on and on. There's all these different models you can do it. I use BC Vault because Crypto Casey recommended it. And I'm telling you, the thing is the shit. So now I have my Bitcoin on my hard storage wallet in my possession, i.e. my iPod. Fuck off. Oh, we're going to deny your service to, to, to your music and streaming and this and that. Well, fuck you. Oh, we're going to deny your Bitcoin to your to your uh, accessibility because it's sitting on the exchange. You can't get to it or it disappeared. Not good. No, 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 no. And that's one of the biggest concerns I've heard. Well, I keep hearing all these stories. People lose their Bitcoin, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And that's an understandable thing. I get it. But if you use the analogy to what I just said, where Bitcoin is like podcasts and MP3 player, uh, MP3 songs, now you'll understand. You don't want to stream music, do you? I don't. I don't fuck. I, I can't stand it. I would still rather download them onto my MP3 player have them there for me and I can listen to them whenever the fuck I want. Cause I got them. It won't matter if I don't have cellular service or the Wi-Fi is down or whatever. Cause I can't stream it. I have it 
in my possession. I can do whatever the fuck I want with it at any time. Same thing with Bitcoin. If you have it on the exchanges, you don't have it. You don't have access to it anytime for whatever reasons. You don't have it in your possession. Dumb. Dumb. Bad, bad, bad. Big mistake. Big, 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 big mistake. And the nice thing with a hard wallet offline and the one I use, they they can't take it from you. They cannot take your cryptocurrency from you. Okay, I said the word. Bitcoin. They can't take Bitcoin from you. Why? Because it's in your possession. Just like gold. But can they come in and take your gold and you know threaten you with your life or shoot you? Of course they can't. But the thing, but that's physical form and gold and silver take up a lot of space and it's hard to hide it. That's why people bury it in the ground or put it in creative places or put it in the bottom of the ocean or, you know, whatever they do with it. And when there's a lot of it, that's a lot of shit to hide. And then you don't want to hide it in one place because if somebody does find it, you're screwed. But as far as somebody coming and getting it from you, they can't do that. And here's why. Because the gizmo that I use, BC Vault, is number one encrypted. Number two, it has its own software on your computer. And that is all password protected. On top of that, you back up to micro SD chips. I say chips plural. You can back up on this thing until the cows come home. But all of your cryptocurrency is, and I said it again, all your Bitcoin, sorry, all your Bitcoin is on that micro SD chip. And that is password protected two or three times. So the gizmo, the software, and the backup chips all have password protection. So it's like, oh, we're here to confiscate your Bitcoin. We take your BC wallet. You could go fuck yourself. Goodbye. Well, good luck because you're never going to get into it. And if they do take it, now you're like, they just took all my Bitcoin. No, because you have a backup. And you have five backups, all strategically hidden in case these assholes try to come get your shit. This is where it comes into the Putin thing. I entitled this podcast Bitcoin and Putin. Okay. So if the government decides to use the RICO Act on you, whatever, that means you're in big trouble. Uh, Or they um, want to put sanctions on you because you're not cooperating for whatever reasons that is. Or whatever. If you think they're not going to weaponize our currency and our money against you, you are sadly mistaken. When the dollar becomes digital and is the Fed coin with blockchain technology, they're going to decide, and this was on the podcast with Adam Curry and Glenn Beck, they're going to decide where, this is the example they use. Let's say you want to buy some meat, okay? Well, you want to buy the meat from the farmer. 
and you have to use digital dollar fed coin money. Well, if it's written in the blockchain technology, the government can say, we don't want you buying from a farmer. You need to go to the grocery store. You can't buy meat from a farmer. So now it's going to be controlled by blockchain technology. That's why they love blockchain, blockchain technology. They love it, but they hate Bitcoin for obvious reasons. But when it goes to the Fed coin and the dollar's gone, it's going to be the Fed coin and you can only spend money and have transactions approved if the almighty powerful deem it necessary because it's still a centralized banking system. Listen to the latest podcast on Glenn Beck and other people. That's where this is going. There's going to be total financial control in where and who you spend your money with unless the government tells you you can or you cannot. With Bitcoin, you can do whatever you want with your money. You have your freedom to spend your money how you wish. You want to buy from the farmer and they accept Bitcoin? Knock your shit out. You want to go to Whole Foods instead of um, Walmart? Fine. But if for some reason somebody gets out of hand, no, you're not buying from Whole Foods anymore. They pissed us off. You only can buy from Walmart. And then you only can buy so much based on your political affiliation or based on whatever they decide. I.e. pretty much very loosely sanctions. Or you just can't spend your money at all because we don't want you to because you really pissed us off because you talked about us on your podcast. Hmm. So you can use Bitcoin to anybody that accepts it. Now, the big myth or what's being propaganda that's being put out there is, well, you can't use Bitcoin as currency. Nobody's accepting it. That's not true. It's already happening right now. Uh, especially over in Asia. But it could be to the point, and it is to the point, that you just do this right through your phone and you have a QR code that sent, please send me so many Bitcoin, and the other person has that on their phone or gizmo, and you hit the send button and they get it almost instantaneously and you get your cup of coffee or you get your meat from the farmer or you get your food from whole foods or you're you here's where they're gonna this just popped into my head here's where they're gonna really fuck you in the ass oh you still have a gasoline car oh no on top of it already being seven dollars a gallon you only can buy five gallons at a time Mm-hmm. Because then that will manipulate demand on a false pretense. So they will be able to control the supply to a minimum because demand will be what they set it. That just popped into my head. That'll that'll be then I have no doubt that's gonna that's gonna happen. I think to let it go to a certain point, maybe 10 bucks a gallon. And then, well, you only can spend five, 50 bucks a week. 
And that's your fucking problem. Nice. Where if you had Bitcoin gas station, you could fill that fucker up and you want to spend a thousand bucks on gas. Go right ahead. Or a hundred bucks or whatever. Your freedom of choice and your livelihood is going, it, it's almost like socialism. It's definitely fascism. There's no doubt about it. They agreed with that on Glenn Beck today. We are definitely in a fascist state right now. And I don't mean state, state. I mean state of. But people have like, well, I don't, I don't understand how I use Bitcoin. So I explained this to somebody today. And I said, okay, let's say, now this is not point of sale in front of somebody. That's usually just done with a phone. But I, I don't want to do that because a lot of people, I mean, are shopping online. So let's say you want to go to Target.com and they accept Bitcoin. And you find this dining room set. It's like, oh, my God, I love it. I've been looking for that. That's what I want. So you check out and you go to the, the checkout and the shopping cart and all that shit. And they accept Bitcoin. And it says, this um, dining set costs you point zero 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 one two five Bitcoin. Okay. Please send. So then what you do is you go to your gizmo, not your exchange. Don't do this with Coinbase and stuff. Don't let any of your, your Bitcoin sit on an exchange. You go to your BC vault, get on your computer, open that up, click on the Bitcoin um, folder. That's what I'm calling it. Account. I don't know. Click send point zero 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 one blah, blah, blah. You copied and pasted the Bitcoin address from the target shopping cart saying please send me this amount of bitcoin to this address so then you copy and paste that address off the target.com web page you open up your software for your bc vault click on bitcoin click send paste the address and how much is going there and you should do this because if you fuck up a Bitcoin transaction, you're not getting the money back. It's a one and done thing. If anything, learn by your mistakes. I've lost $1,500 of being stupid and learning all this stuff. Once you click that send button, it's gone. What do you mean I paid $10,000 for a dining room site? What the fuck? You know, and Target may, may refund you back in dollars you know I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about anybody or picking on anybody i'm trying to make it clear you cannot make a mistake with this type of technology because you are going to pay dearly if not lose it all and it's not going to be from security it's going to be from being stupid or just one typo one decimal point <laughs> i mean it triple check everything that's why i like copy and paste because you can't fuck up and even double check that so then you put that amount in there and you click send and then it says, are you sure? And blah, 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 blah. And you double check everything and you send it and it's done. It, it sounds a lot more complicated than I'm making it, but it's pretty much just like entering your credit card information and this and that when you're using the traditional banking system, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a different way of doing it. And there's no middleman. That Bitcoin goes from your hard storage unit, BC Vault, to Target. Done. 
it's done. There's no middleman. There's no this. There's no that. And there's total anonymity. Not that that matters, but you'll get a record um, of where you sent Bitcoin and where you received it from. But it doesn't say who it went to. And they don't like that. They don't, they, they don't want anonymity because you're sending. They want to know what you're doing with your money. Uh, I want to know what you're doing with my tax money. But you ain't going to tell me that. I didn't know the TARP money and bailout money went everywhere across the world. I thought it just went to help us stupid peasants. So I want my receipts where all my money went. I'm not going to get that. So this is a very dangerous time we're coming into. Because if you don't comply, you will die. This is as simple as that. And they're going to quote, I mean, not literally, but they're going to kill you. But not literally. Um, they're going to sanction you. If you don't do what they say. I mean, just just look at what's happening. Forget about what's going on in Russia and Ukraine and why and this and that. Just look at the methods that are being used. And if you are an enemy of the state, you are an enemy of the state. They are going to use any weapons necessary that are effective to win their war. So if they're going to do it to Putin, why wouldn't they do it to you? It's a good question. I don't know why they wouldn't do that to me. There'll be a day where you go and it could be a run on the bank. It could be the meltdown. There's a thing called bail ins. And when, when another meltdown happens, your money's going to disappear out of your bank because once you deposit that money in there, that's not your money anymore. It's the property of the bank. And a lot of people don't know that. That's from Max Kaiser and the Kaiser Report. That's not your money. Once you deposit it, it's their money. They're just holding their money and it's accessible for you to get back, but it's their money. So once the shit hits the fan and there's another meltdown, where did all my money go? Well, it's not your money because once you put it in their possession, it's theirs. You don't know that either. Nobody does. What about the FDIC and everything else? Really? If there's that big of a run on the bank, there's no fucking way they can give everybody their money back because of fractional reserve lending. See, this is where this is where your education, self-education needs to come in. Those banks only have to hold one out of every $10 that they loan. So if you put a dollar in the bank, they're making either a $10 loan or 10 $1 loans, and they're loaning it out. The money's not even there. It's it, it's 10 times less than what you put in. So if everybody goes for the money, it's not there because it's 10 times less than it was when you put in. And a lot of people don't know that either. That is the banking system. Whereas Bitcoin, now Glenn Beck brought this up to Adam Curry because he said, can they stop Bitcoin? And Adam Curry flat out said no. And then Glenn Beck says, well, what about the exits or, or the roads off to converting it back into dollars? Because that's where they make it hard and they get you. And Adam Curry's like, don't do that. Just use Bitcoin. Which you can do. I know Amazon, there's um, 
there's uh, BitPay. Uh, Coinbase has a card, but see, that converts. Um, that's kind of tricky, so I shouldn't even bring that up. So forget that, and that's on an exchange. So anyway, there are ways to use Bitcoin, but in my opinion, for me, I think doing transactions and carrying this stuff on your phone is a big mistake uh, because that means you're using the exchange. I think for security reasons and above all else possession, you're better off using your MP3 player slash iPod slash BC vault on your own computer in your home, safe, sound, and secure to do transactions. with Bitcoin. That's just me. Because if you're going to do it on your phone, unless they come up with some technology to integrate all this stuff, because it's like I said, once you unplug your iPod from, from iTunes, you can't download anything to it or from it. And then maybe you could with Wi-Fi. See, but I don't want to get into that because that that's a technology that I don't even know could happen, but let's say it could, but you're now you're getting somebody in between you and your Bitcoin transaction through just the Wi-Fi network. And I don't see that's a, that's a potential security breach. When you do it from your computer with your hard wallet to wherever you're sending it to, it can't be stopped. It can't be intercepted. It can't be changed unless they shut the internet down, um, which they may. But there's nothing you can do about that because once it gets into the blockchain and all the miners get it and they process it, there's just there's too much encryption. And all the computers on the Bitcoin network are working to solve, use algorithms and uh, mathematical equations to solve and uh, verify your transaction. They can't stop it. Not to mention, Bitcoin cannot be printed or created or anything like that, so it's non-inflationary. And in fact, every four years it's halved, and I think there's only going to be 21 or 22 million Bitcoins ever mined or produced, and it stops. So the purchasing power, there won't be no inflation like there is now if we go to Bitcoin. You're not going to see stuff go through the roof and wages not be able to um, keep up with inflation because there's not going to be any. The only true inflation is going to be inflationary based on, well, it costs a little bit more labor because we gave people raises and blah, 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 you know, and now the cost of doing business is a little bit more. Uh, just because of doing business, not because of printing money. Inflation is naturally occurring, but when it's created and manipulated by printing money, that's not good. That's been the demise of Weimar, Germany, Zimbabwe, Venezuela, and we're, inflation is not transitory. I don't give a flying fuck what Paul says, which he retracted that. Transitory. Yeah, it's like herpes is transitory. Okay, yeah, no, you got it, man. You're fucked for the rest of your life. Same thing with inflation. The only way they're going to fight inflation 
is if they raise interest rates above the inflation rate, which we're being told is seven, seven and a half percent. And all the experts are saying, no, they're lying to us. It's 15%. So we would have to overnight increase interest rates to 18, maybe 20% to stop or curb inflation like Paul Volcker did in 1980 or thereabouts. We can't do that. That will kill us in paying our debt back. Just go to um, debtclock.org and look at that um, debt clock. Tick, 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 tick. It's like $10,000, $20,000 a second that our debt keeps going up. And if you're going to put an 18 to 20% interest rate on that, and right now it's what, 2 to 3? We're done. That clock will spin its wheels off. Our debt will will go exponentially through the roof and it cannot be paid. There is no amount of money that's going to come in, whether it's taxes or anything of the kind, to, to at least make the payment on the debt. Not even pay the debt off, just to make the payment to all the people that are holding bonds, treasury notes, bonds, bills, whatever, to pay them their money back. It can't, we will default. This cannot happen with Bitcoin. I really highly recommend that you buy the Bitcoin Standard Book because this explains this. And then now there's a book, The Monetary Revolution, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. I just listened to that podcast. or I listened to, no, I listened to it on YouTube. And I just bought that book. It explains everything. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Rent Really? I'm with a one-car garage. I'm paying over $1,600 for a one-bedroom, one-car garage. I can't. That's taking $400 a week out of my check. And then some. Just to have a roof over my head. And trust me, wages have not kept up with that. And in some areas, rent's gone up two, three, four, five hundred dollars $500 a month from prior to last year. Inflation only benefits the government and rich people because the assets are inflated and go up in price. So it appears that they're worth more, but they're worth more in dollars, okay? And the government likes inflation because those dollars are inflated. So they can pay, let's say inflation goes through the roof and they got 10-year bonds they got to pay. And let's say it's $1,000, Well, $1,000 10 years ago had much more purchasing power, but now since inflation, they can just rip off $10,000 or $1,000, whatever the note I said, uh, like it's nothing. It's like, oh, here, that's all that is? Because now the the currency's been inflated. So that's why the government loves inflation. Rich people love inflation. What do you mean my house is worth a half a million dollars? I only paid, or let's say to real rich people, well, what do you mean it's worth $10 million? I only paid five for it a year ago. Yeah, because it inflated because the currency's being inflated. You didn't, you didn't make any money because that money lost purchasing power, but that's irrelevant because us peasants down here in the bottom of the food chain, those dollars 
we're feeling that inflationary pressure because we're not making any more money with wages because all the rich people live on their assets and their investments. We have to earn the money in wages, but people aren't going to pay that. So you're fucked. Inflation goes up 20% this year. You can't go to your boss and go, I need a 20% raise. I'm going to tell you to fuck off. Can't afford it. Because wages never keep pace with inflation. Just look at gas and everything else. Wait till your electric bill doubles, if not quadruples, because now all you assholes have to drive an electric car because you're polluting the planet. Wait till that happens and the electrical grid goes down because it can't take that strain with 24 hours a day of sucking juice out of it to, to charge your fucking Tesla or your Ford um, F-150 or your Chevy Silverado pickup. You think it's bad now? Wait. Whereas if you do Bitcoin, Bitcoin will be non-inflationary and it will retain your purchasing power. But you have to find people that do commerce in Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is the alternate highway or parallel universe or the red pill. The red pill world in the matrix where the blue pill is still MSM dollars and CNN and Fox News, it's a road to nowhere. But you do have a choice. You don't have to get brainwashed, and that's what they were saying too, hypnotized. Adam Curry was saying people are, no, spell. spell it, spells are being cast onto people. And actually associating, and I'm not calling them witches, they were self-proclaimed witches. I'm positive I had a couple spells cast it on to me and they weren't good dark energy words have power and meaning and you're all being casted with a spell oh trump did this and trump did that and trump did everything and blah he's evil okay okay yes master until you wake up and go, wait a minute, it doesn't make any fucking sense. What are you talking about? It's not, that's not what happened. That's not what I see. This country in the world is headed for a reset and everybody's saying it. Glenn Beck saying it, everybody's saying it. There's going to be a financial reset and you ain't going to own a damn thing. And if you don't comply you die. And the only way out of it is to wake up, get off of that blue pill expressway parallel universe, take an exit, get off of mainstream media and that whole fucking highway to hell shit. Cause that's where it's going and get off on the exit that says podcast and tell MSM to fuck off. Then you're still in the financial world in the highway to hell parallel universe. Take the next exit for Bitcoin. Get off of that. You are not going to win by fighting these people. You kind of got to pull an Atlas Shrugged and go on strike, but not go on strike. You just have to run along parallel 
to the blue pill universe, which is reality, this reality that we've, we've been spellbound by, and go, wait a minute, no, no, I'm getting off. And in every aspect of your life, look for the exit. Get off. And before you know it, you're running along that fucked up road to nowhere parallel universe in your own parallel universe, creating your own reality that has a different outcome. Right now, it's Bitcoin and podcasting. And I really true do, do think both of them are almost the same age, actually, now that I think about it, or close to it. Um, podcasting might be a little bit older, but not much. Because I'm thinking 2008-ish, 2009. Steve Jobs took Apple back over in 1999 or 2000 or, or thereabouts. It was the Y2K bucks. So, yeah, 1990, I don't know, whatever. But they're, they're, they're within a few years of each other age-wise. And I truly think neither one of them has even begun to met their potential. I mean, just look at podcasting. You know, this network, this show. Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, Glenn Beck, uh, X-22 podcast, yada, yada, yada. Just imagine your life right now if you didn't have that option and you just had to listen to mainstream media and all the propaganda and some dingbat that's the uh, press secretary that doesn't know her ass from a hole in the ground. Well, why don't you do your homework on oil companies, and why don't you just come back and we'll talk about this tomorrow? Fuck you. Who do you, who do you think you are, my mother? I've never seen such a crock of disrespect and just total deflection and projection, and, and not even in the worst alcoholic dysfunctional family. Are you kidding me? Well, you just see what well, you what well, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I cast a spell on you, hunky bunky dory whore. You're a stupid asshole. Fucking, <laughs> I don't know. You can tell I'm a witch or warlock. Come up with your own rhyming spell. That's what the, that's what she's doing. I'll show you. You want to talk about oil? Then I'll just make you boil. (laughs) Don't ask me those questions. Oh, my God. I've I've never seen such fucking, fucking mental fuckery in my life. You're asking this person a question, and they're responding with hyperbole, spellbound bullshit. And blaming it on you. Oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I wish I wish I knew half of what you knew, Miss Saki. Oh, please forgive me. The biggest crack of shit I've seen on social media, and it and it's keep being repeated. The president does that. Does have? Um, excuse me. I'm spellbound. Somebody put a spell on me. How to talk like an idiot. The president has no effect on the price of oil. (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. No, you just shut down all drilling and pipelines in this country, which drastically diminishes the amount of oil in supply based on your administration. 
to save a couple fucking trees. We're going to burn oil anyway. What's the difference if we buy it from Iran or Russia who is blowing the shit out of Ukraine and is funding their war machine because we're buying their fucking oil. We're going to burn it anyway. Why don't we just keep that money in this country and burn our own oil? And then Putin goes bankrupt. Oh, well, by the, by the time we fired everything up, it would take a year or two. And it, it hasn't even been two fucking years. You shut it all down. Anyway, it's going to take two years to just get back up to speed anyway. So that wouldn't be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Currency or money could not and would not be weaponized if we went to Bitcoin. You can't do that. And if they're going to do it to Putin or Saddam Hussein or Gaddafi or anybody that causes problems and they get sanctioned, remember the term terrorist? Remember when 9-11 happened? And if you're not against the terrorists, you're for the terrorists or some shit like that, and President Bush pretty much just threatened everybody. Then all of a sudden, I don't know, 10 years later, domestic terrorist pops up. (gasps) And the first time I heard that, I go, here we go. Here we go. We're going to transfer terrorists to domestic terrorist. Now, if you're a domestic terrorist, you're an enemy of the state or the federal government or whomever. You don't think they're going to weaponize money in the monetary system against you because you're a domestic terrorist, which you're not even going to get a fair, just talk to the people from January 6th from the unquote quote unquote insurrection. You think you're going to get a fair trial and your and your funds aren't going to be seized? You can't even defend yourself with a lawyer for many reasons, including monetarily because they're going to seize your assets. So do you, do you see the trend? Do you see the terrorist trend? Do you see the sanction trend? Do you see the inflationary trend? Do you see the oil trend? Do you see the energy trend? Do you see the green planet trend? The only thing a green policy is going to do is cost you money. And that's why it should be called green. You can't have half the planet green and half the other planet doing whatever the fuck they want. Other half of the planet can't have one half of the planet being green and the other half just doing whatever the fuck they want. That's not a a green planet and it's not sectional. It's either all or nothing. So this whole thing is a bunch of horseshit. And when you find a way to get off of the road to nowhere or the crazy train, then you're deemed something. I don't know. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. You're this, you're that. 
noncompliance. You're not wearing a mask. I don't, you're not, you didn't get vaccinated. Boy, that's amazing how that just disappeared. Hmm. Blink of an eye. In the midterms or how far away? Hmm. That's just timing, Tim. You're being ridiculous. Okay. So anyway. So I'm going to stop the show. An hour and a half. I hope I explained enough. Podcast Bitcoin and Putin, how all this is the same thing. Bitcoin and podcasting is a new technology that is freedom of choice. It's nobody's business. You have the freedom to choose to do who you want to listen to and why without consequences. Bitcoin's the same way. You have the right and freedom to use your hard-earned money the way you want to, not how you're told to do it. And that hard work and labor and purchasing power, because we've been off the gold standard, uh, the only thing that backs up your money is your hard-earned labor. And now you're going to have to work more hours and work harder, 10% more, because that's what they say the inflation rate is, give or take. 10% harder to work in your labor and your time to pay your bills. And then you're going to be watched and frowned upon if you don't spend the money the way they want you to. Excuse me? This on your business. As long as I'm following the law and feeding my family and paying my bills, it's on your goddamn business what I do with my money. It's none of your business where I invest my money. Again, if it's all legal, unless you're a member of Congress and you can do insider trading, but we peasants can't do that because we'll go to jail. Let's just ask Martha Stewart on that one. Don't do as I say, do as I do. Another spell. There's another spell being cast from Congress. And you can say what you want because it's going to destroy. We are emulating the Roman Empire so closely, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. Do your homework on that. But it always ends with financial ruin. And it's always because of an out-of-control spending, warmongering, taking over the planet under any guise deemed necessary to win all wars. beyond a shadow of a doubt. And the people that suffer are the peasants. But there's something you can do about it. You can listen to podcasts, you can buy Bitcoin, and uh, wait for the next technology to come out. Because it's going to come. Because I still believe in God. I still think God is protecting this country. But every day that goes by, because we're turning our back on him, he's turning our back on us, and we're going to be another Sodom and Gomorrah. He's just going to let the walls, there won't be one stone left standing on top of each other when everything's said and done. But God-fearing, God-centered people have a free will and a free choice. And if you don't do that, you're going to be destroyed. And trust me, coming from a person that's been destroyed, you don't want any of that. I'm already there, guys. 
I have been wiped out. Everything has been taken from me. I don't own a fucking thing. Bankruptcy, divorce, loss of a business. And that's just monetary stuff. Family, friends. I, I am where you're going to be. So I'm like in a time machine here and I fast forwarded and I was like, if you don't do this, you're going to be exactly where I'm at in my timeline, in my universe, which is the same. But you have a choice to run on a parallel universe that is going to benefit you and all of us eventually as a collective. But right now, we're all being casted with spells and people that are lying to us, misleading us for all selfish reasons and world dominance because they think they're better than us when they're no more than a big fat bunch of bald fat motherfuckers. And they think just because they become successful because they lied to us and what technologies are available and burning fossil fuels and made a gazillion fucking dollars and made software programs and operating systems for computers. And now they're experts in world health and fucking vaccinations. And the amount of money doesn't matter anymore. It's about power. We know it's God. They think they're God. They're not God. There's only one God. So become a disciple, do something, don't become Neo, you know, swallow a red pill and watch for the exits to get off of the crazy highway of reality that is reality for all of us. But there is a parallel reality. It's not a different reality. It's just a parallel one to this one, but one in the same, but you're not being spellbound or controlled and you can get off this ride but you're running out of time and what do you got to lose because once i hit the reset button everything you've worked for which is going to be the failure of the currency is going to go to fucking zero and if you don't have income or your savings or your 401k you're not going to be able to well, my house was paid for. Okay, well, how are you going to pay property taxes? How are you going to feed your face if you're in the dollar? If you're into Bitcoin, well, then I think you have a pretty good chance of surviving. More so than being at the mercy of these people because they just don't give a flying fuck. I think that's pretty clear. And trust me, again, being destroyed by family, loved ones, employees, everything, the whole nine yards, you don't, you can't believe it because it hasn't happened. To some of you, it has. So you get it. But the ones it hasn't happened to, you're like, no, that's never going to happen. Like, okay, right. Because there's some greedy, sociopathic, schizophrenic, psychotic people out there. And they'll have a smile on, they, on their face when they push that button to destroy you financially. Because now they got one up on you and there ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. And you don't want to be there because you trust them. And I'm sorry, you can't. 
You have to find ways and people in an inner circle, the people you can trust. And I'm going to tell you something. That circle is coming, becoming smaller with me. <coughs> You're going to have to really prove to your, to me that I can trust you. So it's just me. And I'm navigating this ship a lot better than I did. I don't have a first mate, second mate, partner, spouse, wife, best friend. It's just me, man. Uh, and it, that is lonely. But I think I'd rather be lonely than be betrayed again. Because here, here's the thing I'm betrayal and I'm going to shut up. Oh, just get over it and this and that and forgive. It's like, okay, well, if that was the case, then treason wouldn't be punishable by death. So, and this is going to come out with people committing and being convicted, charged and convicted with treason, which the penalty is death. Remember that. Well, just forget about it and move on or get over it or forgive them. Oh, for committing treason? How can you trust somebody? That is commit treason, which is the ultimate level of betrayal. Answer me that. And I would be more than happy to apply your answer to my situation. It's going to take a lot of, I don't know, time, actions, follow through. Trust, affinity, ideology, commonality, cohesiveness, family without being, family does not, you know, blood does not make family. Um, defending at all costs, having each other's back no matter what. I had a, com I had a, I won't shut up. I had a conversation again today with somebody and they were, they were saying how COVID fucked everything up. As far as um, aligning and building up networks and people that you trust and everything else, you know, it's like it kind of put a halt on it. And I said, yeah, but here's what it did. That did you a favor because the people that were in your circle and succumbed and complied with all the fear mongering and the mask mandates and the lockdowns and the vaccinations well, they just prove their worth and their trustworthiness because they complied out of fear. You don't want those type of people around you. Trust me. You need to stand your ground and believe what you believe in and no matter what, that is not going to change. So it was kind of a natural cleansing. Or I don't even want to say this because that's what they're doing, but a calling of your inner circle of people that whom you thought you could trust and had this highest level of integrity only to succumb and comply with mandates and threats and jail and fines and mask mandates and vaccinations. The vaccination thing is just beginning. It is going to cause a lot of health problems for people. And I just knew in my heart and my soul that this was not the answer to win this battle against 
this pandemic? No. Mm -mm. If if 99% of the population were dying, like, listen, you know, we got this thing. It may work. It may not work. It may kill you. It may cure you. But what choice do you have? There's a 99% chance you're going to die. You know what? I'd probably take it. But less than 1%. And then kids, it's even less. And you're forcing this on these poor kids that may have serious health consequences down the road. Myocarditis, strokes, high blood pressure, yada, 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 yada. Because they just released a lot more documents from Pfizer by court order. And the stuff that's in there and the side effects is just off the fucking charts. Because there was a spell casted on you and you fell for it. You have to be spell proof. You can't let manipulation, fear, threats make you change where you stand. It took me 30 years to find that out and cost me everything. Don't let the wrong people into your life because it will destroy you. So look at this COVID-19 crap as a blessing because I can guarantee you, you could have bet your life and had somebody's back and say, nope, they're good. And they broke down and complied with all this fear-mongering horseshit and they can't come back. When you would have thought there's no chance in hell, there's no chance in hell Tim would ever do that. Well, uh, sorry guys, I did and I needed to keep my job and comply and not get thrown in jail and wear a mask. Um, So I did what I had to do and I got the vaccination. Although I'm going to be dead in two to five years or wish that I was, but I did what I had to do. I would be a total failure and betrayed you guys. But you don't want to learn the hard way from that. Like me, this whole COVID crap did us all a favor. It, it separated the men from the boys, the fighters from the um, compliers, the warriors from the peasants, the strong from the meek, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. Uh, and it's really sad. It, it really is sad. I can't tell you that's such a heartbreaker, but it did us all a favor. And the people that are non-compliant stood their ground at all costs because they knew it was the right thing to do and didn't bend to all this pressure are the ones that are going to make it. But I don't know what they're going to do to the ones that made it. I think now they're just going to try to financially destroy us. But you do have options. So listen to people like Max Kaiser Robert Kurosaki, Glenn Beck, um, read the book, the Bitcoin standard again, crypto Casey on YouTube, do your homework because now the next phase is going to 
is going to be to financially destroy you. And they're going to do it. They're doing it. And this inflation is not going to stop. I'm sorry to tell you. So prepare for it now. Because shit's just going to get more expensive. And you're not going to earn any more money to make up for it. That's why I didn't buy a car. I'm fucking 50, just turned 58 years old. I don't even have a fucking car. But I couldn't justify $425 a month for a payment, $100 for insurance, and God knows what gas is going to cost me. Let, let's say $200 a month. So what's that? $300 that is $725. $725 for a car that I really, really don't need. That's going to be obsolete in the next eight to 15 years. Why would I do that? When I have a motorcycle that gets 40 miles to the gallon, it costs me 15 bucks to fill it up. Why? And it's paid for. And insurance is 20-something bucks a month. I predict motorcycle sales are going to go through the roof. Watch. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out either. But motorcycle sales and scooters and all the little gas fucking sipping mechanical uh, fossil fuel burning um, transportation vehicles are going to go through the roof. You're not going to be able to find one. Very soon. But it does limit my um, freedom to go out because right now it's snowing and it's uh, 33 degrees. And if I had to go somewhere, I'd have to jump on my bike. But if you're in Florida or in a warm climate or, you know, south of the Mason-Dixon line, you're probably okay. Uh, but not here. <laughs> so here I sit stuck doing podcasts talking to you, which I don't mind. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Definitely how accelerated it is. Definitely no later than fall. Um, around or after the midterms will be interesting to see what course they try to or what spell they try to cast on us. Uh, but definitely around the presidential election, I mean, that's going to be it. Whatever's happening then, that's what the world's going to be. But I'm getting off this fucking reality of highway to hell. And when there's exits, then I can do something about it to get on a parallel reality to this stuff where I retain my freedom, my rights, and my liberty in pursuit of happiness. I'm going to do it. And if it ends up getting me killed, then so be it. But it's going to be way better than not owning anything and being told how to live your life how to comply, where you can, where you cannot spend your money, and how much of it you can or cannot spend. That's not freedom. But uh, that appears to be where they're headed. And after all these years of doing this and waking up and trying to figure it out and try to protect myself and my family at the time, that with help of other family members thought that I was crazy. And uh, Adam Curry and Glenn Beck said that too. And it gets to a point where you feel like you're alone. And it's like, you know, I see this. Why don't other people see it? And then you're accused of being a narcissist or 
always you always got to be right and blah 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 and that's that's not even close to the reasons why I do this show and I try to share my perception on what I see and the older I've gotten and the more experience that I've had and things that have come to light because you see things in a different uh, different way uh, after you wake up and um, I don't like what I see I actually see finally a goal to what these people are trying to do and that's to financially destroy us the entire planet except them which they made money off of our backs and cast spells onto us and lied to us. And now that that's not enough, they want to make sure that they retain all that power. So they're going to hit the reset button and they're going to have you right by the balls. So be very careful. Listen to podcasts. Listen to all of them. Like I said, Glenn Beck, X-22, Alex Jones, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Trish Regan. She's even waking up. She's getting pissed, though. I was listening to her the other day, and I'm like, damn, I sound like I'm sound like I'm listening to my mom. She's pissed. Um, and, and, and whatever podcast you want to listen to, to get off of this, you know, highway MSM mainstream media shit telling you how to think and blaming everybody else and making you feel like a piece of shit. Uh, listen to podcasts and then get off of the monetary system and the banking system and get in uh, and, uh, and I'm going to get into Bitcoin and I have been for a while. There are alternatives. Don't think there's not, but don't comply by fear mongering and threats. You have a choice. So, that's enough of that. An hour and 45 minutes. Bonnie's still the only one in the chat room. I hate that when politicians and educators talk down to the average American like they're five years old. Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, right now, that's the perfect description of the uh, press conference person right now. It's just a fucking joke. So, <clears throat> i never seen somebody get talked down to so bad and try to make you feel like you're an idiot, so... All right, let's see what's in the pot in the uh, chat room. I don't know. Oh, there's a lot. You guys are talking a lot. Amelia, hello. Misty Dawn. Is there any uh, trolls in here? I don't see any yet. Hmm. I don't hold a bank account. Good. Every move their, everyone moved their 401k to alternate or small community banks or credit unions. Yeah, that's what Glenn Beck was saying. And Adam Curry. Um. And that goes all the way back up to the beginning. Let me scroll through this again. Um, bum, 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 bum. That's a good point. They do not want you to be domestically capable. They want you to be domestically dependent. Yes. Very true. Great show, Tim. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Really? It was a good show. I hope I hope you understood it because these revelations came to me after listening again to the Glenn Beck show today. And the guy's just on fire. And then listening to Adam Curry. And it also came up um, with actual uh, options 
for monetization for people doing podcasts to get paid without getting demonetized because you don't meet community standards, which is a bunch of horse shit, which is Bitcoin. You just got to come up with the model and how you're charging for it. And Adam Curry uh, uh, obviously solved that. So it's coming if it's not here already. But uh, I talked to Scarlett and uh, told her about it and she looked it up. And I think that's the way to go. You guys decide what you're going to pay to keep this network and keep us on the air. It's in your hands. And that's where it should be. It should always be in the hands of the customer. Being a former business owner for 20 years, the customer's not always right. I don't give a flying fuck who you are. You're not always right. Just because you bitch doesn't mean you're right. If you have a point or you're dissatisfied, then you're right. But if you're just going to bitch the bitch to get a discount or some free shit, no, you're not right. Customer is not right. Sorry, doesn't happen. But, oh, happy birthday. Thank you, Bonnie. Appreciate that. Yeah, that was a few days ago. But, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're all going to be on mopeds and skateboards and fucking bicycles. These people get what they want. And you're going to be stuck. So, uh, I am content and will not worry about something I have no control over. I just need to react to my situations with smarts and patience. Yeah, well. Yeah, but that sounds like China and uh, all the oppression and human rights taken away. And uh, you'll be happy or we'll beat you until you are. So there you go. I don't know. This is the United States of America. So not some third world country that dealing with a bunch of communists, fascists, and uh, apparently a bunch of witches and warlocks that are casting spells onto us and using fear tactics. That's not... you're You're... You're not going to make me afraid. You're actually going to motivate me by telling me what I can't do or what I should do. Or if I don't do, then this is going to happen. And if it goes against the will of God and my constitutional rights and Bill of Rights, then it's not happening. Sorry. You got the wrong fool. All right. So hopefully you got something out of this. So share the show. Uh, I hope you do see the connection between podcast, Bitcoin, and Putin, which is pretty much the um, weaponizing money, the sanctions, because they're going to do it to you too. They're just trying to figure it out. So be very careful. All right. So that's it. Thanks for listening to me. Please share the show. I will be on Freedom Revolution Network and Spreaker.com. So all the people in Podbean are like, what the fuck happened to Tim? And for you guys that were on Podbean, if you somehow communicate with them, going, where the hell's Tim at? I've been saying I'm going to Spreaker. And they probably didn't pay attention or didn't listen. Maybe you should cast a spell on them. I'll try that next time. And scare the living fuck out of them. Then maybe they'll comply. But uh, yeah, I'm here on Spreaker to stay. And that's it. And Freedom Revolution Network. And then let's just see what happens. But this network is going to change for the better. There's going to be more time and energy put into it. And uh, just get ready. 
but uh, it's nothing without you guys. Without listeners and fans and customers, this is nothing, just like any business. But I don't want to make this about a business. This is more like a... Um, this is more like a... Um, what would you call this? Be very careful. A... Um, you see, I don't even know what word to use because no matter what, it's going to get used against me. But... Um, it's just like-minded people. Let's put it that way. That's the safest way to put it. So they cannot be broken. You cannot break me to betray myself and the people that I say I care and I love. Like family. This is family. How's that? This is family. Our own little fucked up dysfunctional conspiratorial family. How's that? Okay. So there you go. And we have plenty of company, but we're all just woke up. We're woke. Or not, I don't like that term either now, but we're, we're, we're awake, I guess. Uh, and some aren't, and some never will be. And uh, those are the ones that aren't going to um, make it. So that's enough of that. I don't want to beat this with dead horse anymore. Thanks for listening to me. Please, please share the show, and it might be on tomorrow, all right? So have a great night. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.